Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. Are you having a normal day after Christmas, or have you been watching the nine-and-a-half-hour video on Sam and Cat and, and just stopped two hours and 30 minutes in to record a podcast? Um, I mean, I've, I've certainly done that with, like, watching old, uh, not old, but Twitch VODs of people playing a game for five hours and having to stop to do things yeah uh, so I, I certainly have done that Th- this sounds like h bomber guy level of 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 video though uh in terms of how oh you mean the four are. hour video that's that's child's play right yeah <laughs> compared to nine hours of sam and yeah Kat. how is it thus far anyway, uh, i mean it's... for for get con- for context too who is the who is this okay so from? quinn quinn reviews i i yeah. came across quinn reviews uh a few years ago uh, I forget what videos I started with, but he had a, some really good videos on uh, the History Channel, um, and his his I, I think biggest claim to fame was a uh, Forgotten Titans series where he uh, went over um, like these these YouTube people who um, didn't uh, who like have have been out of the public conscious for a long time just to be like, hey, what the fuck happened to Tobuscus? You know. Oh yeah, that's true. That's, um, I do. I have to. I do wonder whatever happened to that man. Uh, he's a Nazi now. Oh, I know. I, I know that much, <laughs> but I, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know where he, else he crawled. Whether whatever rock he crawled into. Yeah. Um. But anyway, as he was uh as he was go go making stuff uh one of his biggest things and one of my favorite series of his is his History Channel stuff, which spun off into a Pawn Stars video, Mm. uh, which is a great one. Just the culture around the show Pawn Stars and why Chumley is a household name. Um, (laughs) Right. um, But in there, he mentioned how Pawn Stars did a crossover with iCarly. And and then he was like, I should make a video about iCarly someday. And then he made a four, four, almost five hour long video about iCarly. um, And then decided to continue on and do basically stuff on uh uh so far iCarly Victorious and now Sam and Cat. Um and today's is that he released today is nine hours and thirty minutes long. It is as comprehensive of the culture of Nickelodeon sitcoms and all the weird stuff about it. And by comprehensive I I even mean like when things show up in fucking um when things show up in fucking like Henry Danger, who no one's ever heard of, unless you know shit about cartoons like Wait. or Nickelodeon shows, um, you know. <laughs> so nine and a half hours—that sounds like the length of all Sam and Cat vid- uh, episodes squished together. So that's it, funny. There are about like so. I think there are about I think there's thirty six episodes of Sam and Cat. Okay. Which would mean eighteen hours, uh, if you count. You know what? We'll 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 say twenty two minutes. We'll say three episodes makes an hour, just for easy math. Yeah. It's a little bit more than an hour, but you know. You know, um, I, got, I got you. So that's twelve hours. Yeah. It's, um, uh, first salmon cat video was five hours. Second was six and a half. This one's nine and a half. So yeah. you're looking at uh, a 20, 21 hours worth of salmon cat content. Now, not all of it is on salmon cat specifically. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. But I'm telling you, if you have any sort of nostalgia or um, recollection or interest in 
old Nickelodeon sitcoms. Fucking start with the with iCarly. Uh, I binged iCarly, uh, and just have this be the TV show that you binge for a while because you're gonna be watching it for a long time. Yeah, I get it. I understand. <laughs> well, I, I I won't I won't keep you long from from that. <laughs> Uh, from that from that video i we we only have we have a, a couple of pieces of business and then i'll let you on your way uh <laughs> here uh yeah i uh i i definitely am uh i i definitely have not been uh watching a whole lot obviously because that's just who i am uh yeah. but i have been playing a lot of games um and I've also been watching people play games, and um, I have been watching a uh, VOD of someone playing Professor Layden versus Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Nice. Um, good lord, that that game's batshit. <laughs> that game, I like. First of all, I've never played any of the Professor Layden games. I feel like I'd really love them, and I want to to figure i did get i think the game the original trilogy is on mobile and so i do want to play that um but uh this crossover between the two of them is completely unhinged and it makes sense because both franchises are incredibly unhinged as someone who has played the trilogy of ace attorney (coughs) that game is pretty out there Apparently, Professor Layden's is even worse to some degree about how unhinged the plot can be at times. And then they just decide, hey, let's have a crossover between these two unhinged franchises. Put them together and and have all the insane spectacle and just random character moments happen. And let me tell you, the twists in that game are baffling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're just insane like i i don't want to spoil it but it's also a 10 year old game so forgive me i'm gonna just just spoil just a plot point where the whole like fast forward a minute that where the whole world that they end up the the the, the titular characters of these two franchises have been sucked into what they think is a medieval world it turns out that they were not, that they were drugged, and then <laughs> uh, they were of the belief the entire time that magic was real, but mag- and then it turned out that magic was not real, but then that essentially completely blew everyone's minds because we're like, then how the fuck did anything happen in this game? Like, there's, it turns out you're like in this Truman Show situation, and that things that you that things to make the show worked were like invisible but how the fuck were they invisible when there's no magic it's insane it's just it's just (laughs) it is just unhinged um and so yes i i feel like both you and i are are are, are experiencing media at the moment that uh is either that it is either a comprehensive breakdown of the of, of 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 shows or or just just things that are just absolutely baffling decisions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In general. Um I just I I, I but I I do want to go back and play uh, Professor Lady. That's that's the, my takeaway from that. Anyways, that's what we're doing our Christmas our, our Christmas break. 
mm-hmm. let's get into uh the show where we're going to talk about the week 16 that was we're going to talk about uh the week 17 ahead and of course we're going to be getting our next team all set up for the VBFL. it'll be our sixth team and of course we will first start with our game of the week this past week which was pretty simple cowboys dolphins I mean, I, 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 I feel like there is maybe a couple of interesting games this week. It felt like a lot of blowouts at the same time. Um, yeah. But this one had the most intrigue at the end of the day. I know Ravens 49ers would have been that, but that ended up being a blowout. Um, Cowboys uh, seemed to have been able to come back, and uh, we did Dak Prescott having this amazing drive. It seemed that the Cowboys were poised to knock off the Dolphins and the Dolphins to lose to yet another title contender. But this time, the Dolphins, just not in a most impressive like way, but they were able to move down the field against the Cowboys' defense, get into field goal range, and then Jason Saunders, who's had a pretty like incredible season in general as a kicker, has once again kicked, up, kicked the field goal and got the Dolphins to the victory, and they are a win away from not only winning the AFC East, but also potentially taking the one seed because this upcoming week, the Dolphins are facing the Ravens. Which is awesome. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> uh, we, we have, the Ravens are in back-to-back weeks of, of big-time uh, games. Um, but that's where, where that game's at. Uh, Matt, did you get the chance to see any of this? I did not. Yeah, no, it was Christmas Eve. It was. It, yep. it, yeah, you know, having football on during Christmas Eve and Christmas made it really hard to watch football. Um, I, I will say I did get to watch a good amount of it from the dining room of my uh, aunt's and uncle's house. Um, and it w- it definitely felt like the Dolphins had a lot more control in this game than I expected, uh, but then I think they got. It seemed like the Cowboys came back, uh, and made it a little bit more interesting. Uh, I uh, definitely feel like after this, it does. It does feel like the Dolphins are starting to. They're still. They're not as impressive as they were earlier in the year, but they are starting to get into a situation where, hey they're going to be uh, maybe more of a force to be reckoned with than we maybe anticipated going into the playoffs. It felt, it felt like they had already peaked. Maybe they're may, maybe this time they are actually going to be able to play very well down the stretch. Here. Maybe. Um, blowout of the week. Uh, turns out uh, the Steelers weren't dead because the the Steelers blew out the Bengals on, on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon I guess. Um this was a surprising result. Could be crazy. Could have been considered that Ru- crazy that Rudolph played a great game right before Christmas. Yeah. Absolutely. That, he wanted to be part of those reindeer games. He wanted to be part of the reindeer games. Uh he was a uh it it, it, it was definitely I I don't know. Like I I I feel like the Steelers have been such an odd team to pinpoint and and understand this entire time, and it felt like they were finally reaching a point where like okay, here's the consistency. They suck. Um, they they've lost they lost like multiple straight games and were just a complete mess. 
Uh, and finally, now it's it, it, like we were finally reaching the point where we're like, okay, Mike Tomlin's finally gonna have a losing season. Like this is just it. Nope, nope. We're back. We're we're back to you know the Steelers just being one win away from having a winning record this year, and still in the playoff conversation going into the second to final week of the season. I I'm baffled by it. I'm also <laughs> baffled by the Bengals uh completely blowing this game in the spot. Uh but granted they also lost in a similar fashion to the Steelers a couple weeks back, so maybe it's just the team. I don't know, but uh it absolutely hurt the Bengals playoff chances here. Uh, yep. to succeed. Uh and finally our chaos of the week goes to the Las Vegas Raiders, the Kansas City Chiefs, because the Las Vegas Raiders, for pretty much the majority of this game, felt like they were in control. And it this really, one, yeah, this one I did watch. Um, yeah. and my un- my uncle had put uh not a lot of money, but had put some money down on Kansas City winning, and he was very upset the entire time. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I I think. Look, the Chiefs have been on a downswing, and I I kind of I did think about Team Chaosing the Raiders last week, um, but then the but then I was like, oh no, I have to stick to my the the principle that I I have set forth is that I believe in the head coach Bub, um, the head coach firing Bub rather, um, but I I really. I I felt like the Raiders dropping a sixty bomb on the Chargers should have been signed enough that, oh maybe the Raiders team is actually doing things and now yeah more than anything it feels like at the very least I don't think this team's making the playoffs but they are at the very mm. least maybe getting into a position to hire Antonio Pierce as a full time head coach, uh if this is if what we have seen is to be believed and that he he is just single handedly turned this team around to being at least a lot more watchable and interesting compared to where we were when Josh McDaniels was leading this team. The Raiders can still win the division. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. And of course the, and then we have the Kansas city side of things where, uh, I mean, what can be said? I mean, it really is just the offense being terrible. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's in all facets at this point. I saw a tweet that I'm not going to be able to to credit, but someone said, oh, so this is what Patrick Mahomes would have looked like on the Bears. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that. Yeah, it's. I guess. Wait, it, guess who's on the Kansas City Chiefs roster? By the way? This, Chris, this is what I'm staff. saying. The coaching this is staff. what I'm saying. Right. Uh, Matt is the fucking OC right now. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Granted, the reason Matt Nagy got the Bears head coaching job was because he was the OC while Mahomes was being Mahomes. But yeah, I I don't know, man. It's just it. I want to believe that this is a, a real thing. That this is going to be something that we're we're actually going to now see unfold. That the Chiefs are going to falter here, and they're already getting to that point. Like. It is very, I I would even go as far as to say unlikely at this point that they get anything higher than a, than a three seed. They can't get the one seed. That's for, that's been confirmed. 
they can't get the one and Miami and Baltimore are already at 11 and 12. So like Miami would have to lose out and Kansas City would have to win out for them to get a two seed. Right. But then the then you have the Bills side of it where if if the Bills were to if the Dolphins lose out and the Bills win out and they could they face oh, the Patriots true. This, this week and the Bills, Bills are ha- also there and the Bills have the tiebreaker over the over the Chiefs. Yeah. So that's that's the thing that like I I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be higher than a three seed in the playoffs. So, I, not that it isn't possible for them to play the entire playoffs at home and then make the Super Bowl still like like there is there's some weird shit that could happen. But it is getting it's gonna get increasingly harder for them to mm-hmm. potentially pull that off at this point. And even then, like it's it's one season. You can like. I, I don't know. I feel like that you you can't write the Chiefs out entirely. They're not going to be absolute dog shit next year or anything. But uh, it is it is kind of funny. Like, as soon as, like, you get this stretch of, like, shit going bad, everyone's fucking jumping the bandwagon. Of course. Well, that's... And I say this as a Chiefs hater, currently. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that's, that's... Yeah, I mean that's kind of the idea of any of these teams is that if they if things go south, people are gonna stop watching or gonna want to root for other teams. Like that's just that is the nature that's, of the sport. That's the summary of the entire MVP conversation this year. Well, that too, but but, but <laughs> like but in sports in general, right? Like yeah, like, like I don't know. Like everyone at when wants to act act like there's some sort of sanctity to fandom, and there isn't. Like, there's no rules, there's nothing, like, there's no, like, oh, you must Oh only, my god. You must only root for one team, you must Chris, root for your hometown team. I like had, there was a guy I knew in college who was that person to a T. He was, like, he was so mad, He you know, he's a he's a Cardinals fan who lives in Illinois. Right. Granted, I, I think he's from, like, the part of Illinois that's closer to St. Louis, so that would make more sense. Sure. But the, his, his, the one personality trait that I remember from him was that he hated uh, Cubs bandwagon fans. Like, he wanted people to prove the fact that people were Cubs fans. And this was, like, just after the World Series win. Because otherwise, like, oh, you're just a fake fan. You're just jumping on their bandwagon because they were they won the World Series. It was like, what the fuck are you on? And then the best part was is that he was a Cardinals and a Yankees fan. The two winningest teams <laughs> yeah, in the right. NL and AL, respectively. All right, yeah. <laughs> so. Give me a break. Maybe I, don't, don't talk. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> I yeah I, we we've had I think similar discussions on on the podcast before and we're in full agreement I think with each other on it where it's just like what can why does fandom need rules fandom doesn't fandom, fandom the only rule that really should be in fandom is that like don't be a complete asshole like smack like smack talk fine all well and good but like don't like. I don't know, assault a fan of an opposing team. Like, that's that's maybe a rule of fandom. But beyond that, like, there's no, like, like this idea that we need to, uh, I don't know, like, oh, we need to stick with this one team for an extended period of time through the bad and the good. Or you need to only root for one team. Or you need to only root for your local team. Like, <laughs> Yo, life's short. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna we're all gonna die one day. We don't need to sit here and police how we t- consume a media product, which that's what sports is, right? Yeah. So it's just like everyone get off your fucking high horse and get over the fact that bandwagon fans exist. 
let them be. I will. I can understand if people are being obnoxious about it and being like, "Oh, I have been a lifelong fan, and they've only been a fan for six months." Fine, like that. that that's that's a valid thing to get annoyed by, but hmm. also just let people be and let them enjoy and root for whoever the fuck they want. I've been a fan of the Seattle Kraken since they were established. Right, right, right. (laughs) Exactly. Like, 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 but, like, again, like, it's that, it's, it's annoying. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, I, I get why people get annoyed by it, but it's also just, yeah, get over it. It's, it's, it's just people want to have, people don't want to go through losing seasons like their teams or like the teams that they are rooting for are going through losing seasons sometimes so if the Chiefs are going to struggle and Chiefs fans want to bounce off of it for a while good it's probably better for your mental health like it's mm. fine I am I'm, I'm pro mental health on that front like you just don't don't if you don't want to go through a, a rough time yeah you, you and leave it's fine and it's funny because rough time for them is like they're still fucking Oh, they're, they're going to win the division. Team. They're nine and six, you know. Yeah, they're going like, to win the division. They're probably going to make it to the AFC Championship game. Like, right, yeah. like, like there's, like, I, I understand. Like, the, the, there's a whole lot of caveats. Like, like, I, I, I feel for Patriots fans right now for like, I, because they went through a whole fuck ton of, of amazingness, and now they're, now they're, now they're in this really rough period where it's like, you don't know what the future holds at this point. If you don't want to root for the Patriots anymore, you have my full permission to not root for the Patriots. You're fine. Uh-huh. I'm not going to gatekeep you on that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so that's that. Uh, yeah, Ravens 49ers ended up being not as interesting of a game, but interesting in a way that's like, hey, the Ravens are fucking dominant. Um, that's maybe the that storyline. And then ever, also everyone's calling for Brock Purdy's head. Uh, that's Again, one game. Right. So, you know, that's that that's that was the ultimately the interesting thing about that game. Um but beyond that, it, it it's it's a typical week in the NFL. We move yep. on to the final two weeks. I did typical week where nobody has any object permeance. Right. <laughs> really, Matt, you say that a lot and it never rings more true than when we were talking about the NFL sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't know, I maybe maybe shit's just different now that I'm like a teacher and responsible for young young people. Yeah, but because they don't have any, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, no, it's real. It's it's it, human. There's a lot of human beings that just lack it, and I I think I'm one of them. Some days, like it's we we all have, lack object permanence in like a specific area. Yeah, for sure. Or at least just the ability to like uh, look at something and go, wait, is this the full truth, or did something happen prior to this? Right. Exactly. Um. Yeah. It's it's weird, but I am. I, I I think that the MVP conversation was always going to be a weird conversation to have because there is a lot of good candidates to be had here, and uh, I'm not at all upset by uh like the back and forth for it, and we'll see. Like it really will come down to who has the amazing Week 18 performance, which is that shouldn't be what it is. But no, again, like you said. It's just that we we are going to have recency bias on this, and people are going to look at this game that Brock Purdy had and be like, "Well, he doesn't deserve this this uh, the the opportunity yep. to be MVP." It's, like, it's almost like it's almost like it was like passed around, 
Yeah. Like the title was passed around like like um uh when when one got defeated it got it got passed along to the next quarterback who like defeated them. Like it was Dask Prescott for a bit and then the Eagles won, so now it was Jalen Hurts and then the 49ers won, so now right. it's Brock Purdy. Yeah. And now the Ravens won, so now it's Lamar Jackson. Right. Yeah, no, it, it, that's Even though it should be Christian McCaffrey CMVP. I've been saying it since week 1. Right. No, I I I <laughs> I, I am totally with you. I I I think it is going to be Christian McCaffrey at this point. I mean, it, it, right, well, right now Lamar Jackson is is getting the main front of it, right? Right. Um, I think that there might be. I, I think there is a hesitancy by the voters of MVP to give it to anyone that is not in the quarterback position, which is stupid. It, I agree, <laughs> but I so I do think at this point it's probably gonna be. Lamar, but which is also great. No, but. <laughs> no, I mean he has been, but it's also his year has not really been on the level of impressive as other MVP performances. No, and not not even not even for his last MVP year. Right, like he, like absolutely, and I think that's why when you look at CMC and what he has been doing, someone who obviously knock on wood, but like he's not had a healthy season in a long time and now it finally seems like he's reaching a point where he might be able to complete the season without having two in a row right and and then be being able to put up the numbers that he has been putting up is just it's wild it is just absolutely wild uh i i really think that he has been incredibly impressive uh and he, and like, I think that was what was taking away from Box Brock Purdy's argument that he could, should have been MVP. And now that we he's had this really bad game, I think people are going to start to pay attention to who has really been the person that has been the biggest X factor for the 49ers. And it's been McCaffrey more than anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um, all right. Now, let's take a break from our Week 16 discussion, and we're going to do BBBFL, the next town, McMinnville, Oregon. How? How to spell? M-C-M-I-N-N-V-I-L-L-E. McMinnville. That's silly. Silly. Uh... Let's see. That's in Yamhill County. Yams? Yams. <laughs> we got that. The McMinnville Yams. Uh, this is actually a city that is named after McMinnville, Tennessee. Fascinating. So it's a sister city, almost, <laughs> of, a, of, a, of a city in another t- town. Um, Alright, so... Uh, is a is a confluence of the north and south forks of the Yamhill River in the Willamette Valley. Uh, has has Cascade Steel as a main industry and and service businesses, mutual insurance, the Contrarian Hedge Fund, Linville University provide head education. Uh, this place also has UFO sightings. Oh God! Including new degrees <laughs> in wine studies. Interesting. Attractions include Wings and Waves Water Park, Joe Dancer Park, and the Evergreen of Aviation and Space Museum, the home of Howard Hudges' famed Spruce Goose Flying Boat. Oh, that's oh, that's that rules. 
Hold on. Uh, the city identifies as a center of the well-developed wine industry in the Willamette Valley, which has hundreds of wineries and vineyards. Can we can we call them the McMinnville Vineyams? Vineyams. <laughs> Chris, they have the spruce goose. We got to do something with that. I know, I know, but it was. <laughs> I I I also like the yam thing. Um, I mean, the yam is all yam is also cool. Um, <laughs> all right, but all right, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll bite for the spruce goose. Uh, okay, because this is like an actually like cool, cool plane. Uh, it was almost called the uh uh. Uh, it was almost entirely made. Out, it was actually almost uh, entirely made out of birch, uh, but they uh, th they didn't think the public would take to be called to it be called the birch bitch, so they called the spruce goose instead. Oh, <laughs> the McMinnville birch bitches. The birch bitches. <laughs> We've already had the birch cats. We did have the birch cats last season. <laughs> That would be a really funny name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, Chris. Yes. They have a they have a a, a turkey uh, uh a turkey Rama, which is a a, a turkey barbecue festival. Oh. <laughs> well, that's that does fit into our our. Uh, yams, yeah. Situation, a little bit. Um, I mean, I, 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 I. So that they have, so they have the spruce goose. They have wineries and vineyards. They're they're based in Yamhill County, and uh -huh. they have this turkey thing. I, I it feels which apparently isn't a thing anymore because the uh, uh, I I found a a. a article from March of this year. Um, Turkey Rama had a good run. Someone mourned its passing. The king is dead. Long live the dukes, earls, counts, barons, and other vassals as there is no heir apparent for the crown and scepter. Oh. So it's not a thing anymore, I guess. Oh. <laughs> that that feels that feels very dark. Yeah. Um, well... I mean, I no. I mean, no wonder it had to end. You kill. You probably all killed all the turkey. Maybe. Um. Okay. Well. I. I still. I still want to pitch vine yams as an idea. But I, is it just because? Uh, I. Hmm. I, I cause, so it's that. The Spruce Goose flying boat is interesting and very cool. Yeah. Unless we call them the Flying Yams. See, see that like we can combine the names. That's been this season. Like we combine things together. No, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm trying. To, yeah. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Right. So um, I think that I like, I like the idea better of the, um, of like of flying yams or spruce turkeys or <laughs> yeah. I I Yamarama. Um I I think flying flying yams is is something I I would lean towards right now. McMinnville flying yams. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, because we could do goose yams, Howard yams, Howard yams. Uh, <laughs> try. I'm trying to look at the details of this. Uh. The Yam Hills. It's the, it's the largest wingspan of any aircraft ever flown un- until the twin fuselage scaled composite. Oh, what the hell? Um, I mean, yeah, this, that thing does look big. Yeah. That's they referenced it in a Phineas and Ferb episode. Huh. <laughs> okay. Um. It, the, uh, the other name for it is the H4 Hercules. Uh, and the what's isn't there other words for yams? Uh, I okay. I feel like hams, yams. Sorry, yams have been um like Are sometimes the... also called sweet potatoes, but then I've heard other people say that they're not, and I'm not sure what the truth is because I don't eat them. Okay, so let's look up. Are yams and sweet potatoes the same? Yams have They're rough, not. dark brown skin that is often compared to tree bark. Uh, and their flesh is dry and starchy like a regular potato. Sweet potatoes have a smooth, reddish skin, softer flesh when cooked, and a sweet flavor. Okay. So now we know. Difference between yams and sweet potatoes. Uh, is there another... Is there another name for, um, like a wood, a type of wood that is similar to turkey or type of tree that we could like take that wood name and in the same vein as spruce goose do blank turkey? Uh, maple pine turkeys, maple turkey, cherry turkey, oak turkey, mahogany turkey, mahogany, Maho- Mc- Maho- McMinnville mahogany, uh, Maho- mahogany. Ma- Mahogarkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mahogarkeys. Mahogarkey. Oh god, that's gonna be hard. Mahogarkeys. Mahogarkeys. Uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Mahogarkeys. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not opposed to Mahurkies. <laughs> when I searched types of wood, I forgot these, so it said tips of wood. Elm turkeys, oak turkeys, beech, cedar, cedar yams, maple yams. Uh... <laughs> We're going to forget... If if we do yams, we're gonna forget that this was named that if we would have named it after Yamhill County. Yeah, but that's <laughs> fine. I I, I I recognize the risk. Um, I, I what is this a thing? Uh, the uh, the McMinnville Mahaga yams. Mahaga yams. Yeah. Yeah, mahogany. Yeah, mahogany. Yeah, mahogany. It's like they're like just off. Yeah. Walnut yams, maple yams. 
cherry yams, spruce yams. Uh, I mean, I and also it, the other the other thing too that I want to consider too is the trees that are in the area in Oregon. That's true. Yeah, because that would be uh, like redwood and spruce and things like that. Trees in Oregon. <laughs> uh, lots of pine, fir, maple. Okay. All right. Cottonwood. Hemlock. Yamlock. Mm. The yamlocks. The yamlocks. Uh, what, what? How do you say the tree name again? Hemlock. H e m l o c k. Oh yeah, look at those. It's a type of Christmas tree. Hemlock trees. Yeah, look at that. The hemlock. You oh, sorry. What? It would be the west. It would be the western hemlock if it's an organ. <laughs> okay, well that's fine. <laughs> I I don't mind yamlock. Yamlock, I think is is Yamlocks. strong. Yamlocks, yeah. and I feel like it's fitting that we would make a around the time it's the day after Christmas when we're recording this. It yeah. would be fitting for us to name have a little bit of a Christmassy name sprinkled in here. So it would be the McMinnville Yamlocks. This is gonna be the hardest fucking name to spell because it's two N's and then two L's. <laughs> I have an idea of the the colors. Shoot. But I have to we have to investigate what we've done thus far to pull it off. Uh but I'm thinking green and orange. Because uh, it, it, I think I think green and orange would be good. I think orange is uh distinct enough from like the more cream. Yeah. And I don't think we we definitely haven't had a green and orange team specifically. We've had orange and teal, but we haven't had green and orange. Yeah, we had we had we have brown and orange for the Hasburg Rutka beers, and then we have cream yeah. and green from Roswell Mozzarellians. If we take a, on a different, if we try to differentiate the greens, I think and the oranges and and the oranges, I think we could pull it off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just because that's I'm thinking about the color of yams. Typically, yeah, and the color of of a, of a of a tree. Most trees, yeah. <laughs> Most trees, but yes, the hemlock tree does look like a normal tree in that it's green. yeah. So, uh, there you go. All right, I'm happy with that. The yamlocks. Will yeah. I remember what locks part is? Probably not, but that's fine. <laughs> that's that's fine. fine. That's the nature of the beast. We should we tell Walsh that it's a tr that it's related to the headlock tree before he draws the logo, or is he gonna like carve a lock out of a out of a yam? You know what? <laughs> I want. I'm o I'm okay with running the risk. <laughs> <laughs> I because I think that would be inherently hilarious. Now, if he listens to this, that uh, it, it. we we revealed we revealed the secrets of the good place. He 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 can't like right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, his his sins are now his own. Right. Exactly. What he chooses to do. Right. But <laughs> but for now, I'm okay with just you know we'll present this. We'll see what yeah. happens. All right. Well, there you go. Six. I'm I'm gl I'm glad that we I'm glad that we kept going. Yes. Because I think Yamlox is a strong name. Yes. I I I like I think that <laughs> I think that ended in the right place. I agree. Yep. Uh. And so there you go. The McMinnville Yamlox. All right. Now, let us go ahead to the week 17 picks. 
Last I have some playoff scenarios. Oh, uh, oh you do you want to do our, ours first? Well, let's just well, let's just talk about the picks real quick. We we yeah. did tie last week. Matt, you took the edge for the week though because you got your chaos. Ravens over. Home of challenge pissing. Fuck you, Baltimore. <laughs> what? I'm Big Bill Hells. I am so confused by so many. I've played you. I've played you. I've played you, Big Bill Hells, before. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, but you you say fuck you Baltimore, I guess this is my confusion, because Baltimore did win. <laughs> they did. <laughs> alright, alright. Just... I was celebrating. Alright, cool. <laughs> Whatever. Uh you got you got your chaos and so and... That's a good response to my no- nonsense. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's whatever. <laughs> uh we got we got two uh we got we both got our guarantees. I did not end up getting my chaos, so that's why you had the edge. We both went nine and seven on the week, uh and I and, and then the overall totals thus far for this uh, pick season, Matt, you're sitting at one forty four ninety six with forty six points. I'm sitting at one thirty five one oh five and twenty seven points. Uh, and now, Matt, what are the playoff scenarios going in to week seventeen? All right, so it is important to note. Uh, Shoutouts playoffscenarios.com did get it updated by Tuesday, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the NFC. Um, already there are four NFC teams that cannot make the playoffs. Uh, that is the Giants, the Commanders, the Cardinals, and the Panthers. Additionally, um, the Rams, Seahawks, Vikings, uh, uh, Packers, and Bears cannot win their division because uh, the 49ers and Lions have their divisions clinched. Correct. Which go Lions? Let's go Lions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the f- 49ers, Eagles, Lions, uh, and, and Cowboys are all in the playoffs no matter what for the NFC. San Francisco can clinch a first round bye if they win and Philly and Detroit both lose. All three teams still alive for that number one overall seed. Philadelphia can clinch the, uh, their division if they win and Dallas loses. Making it close. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay can win the NFC South if they win. Uh, Los Angeles will clinch a playoff berth if they win and Seattle loses. Uh, or if they win and Minnesota and Green Bay tie. And then Seattle actually can also get into the playoffs if they win and Minnesota and Green Bay tie. So Seattle, like, a win doesn't put them in. But if Minnesota and Green Bay both tie, Seattle will and, and Seattle wins, they will get in. Okay. Is As it- for the AFC? I, I, I'm sorry. Um, I- Real quick, the the, pa- yes. the Packers and Vikings. Is it basically they? I I missed if you said they, if they if either team loses, they're out. Is that the scenario? Not necessarily. Okay, just curious. Yep. Not necessarily yet. Um, but you know what? That might be the case. Uh, I was just looking at clinching scenarios. I was not looking at elimination scenarios. But maybe I should. No, yeah, I'm just I I yeah, I'm just curious because like that. I'm curious if that's gonna be a playoff elimination game because it certainly you know what? feels like it yep and and you know what um uh here's here's the elimination if minnesota loses and seattle and la both win minnesota will be out yeah green bay will be eliminated if they lose and S- seattle or los angeles win okay so that makes it that's a little bit of a difference there so so they could that so if seahawks and the rams win their games this week there it is a elimination minnesota and green bay are both out it's a play it's basically uh well well well, if they if one of them loses 
Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so my my point was that that that's something that game is gonna ultimately be a playoff game. Pretty much. For, pretty for, much for those for those two teams. Yep. Um. Also, uh, Atlanta and New Orleans uh, can both be uh, knocked out if they uh, uh, if they lose their games. Yeah. Or if Tampa Bay wins. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're knocked right. out. Tampa Bay wins. Um. And uh. Yeah. Yeah, Tampa Bay wins. Then that's all. <laughs> that's that's what you wrote. All right, uh, and then uh, and the others don't don't matter that much. Yeah, um, all right, AFC eliminated. We have the Jets, the Titans, the Chargers, and the Patriots have all been eliminated. Um, uh, Baltimore and Miami are still the only two teams that have clinched a playoff berth, which is wild. The fact that the, the the Browns have not clinched a playoff berth with ten wins is insane to me. But it's true. There you go. <laughs> uh Baltimore can clinch the, the the AFC North if they win or Cleveland loses. Uh and if they win, they will also get a first round bye. Uh these results are not totally complete, but I think there's enough here to uh uh to establish it. Mm-hmm. Um Miami can clinch the AFC East if they win. Um, but we'll not guarantee the uh uh the first round by if they win. I think they would still need to win their last game because they're a game behind uh, Baltimore. Uh, KC can uh clinch the AFC West if they win, and Denver and uh the Raiders both lose. Jacksonville can win the AFC South if they win, and Indy and Houston both lose. Cleveland will get into playoffs this week if they win, or Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Jacksonville lose on their own, or if Houston and Indy both lose. So if one of those teams loses pretty much, then Cleveland will be in the playoffs. Okay. There you go. And by the way, Cleveland still alive for the number one overall seed. Right. It's the, it's between <laughs> the Browns, the Dolphins, and the Ravens for the number one overall yep. seed. Which is but if nuts. But if you know the Browns lose this week, or if uh, I think they need like they probably need the Dolphins to win, and then both teams to lose next week, and Cleveland wins out, and then that's how they get it. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's. <laughs> yeah. It's if they're all if they're all twelve and five, Cleveland will get it. I mean, it's a it's not a, a hard it's it's not an easy stretch for the Dolphins who have to play it's the ravens and bills that are left yeah bill ravens of course then meet that means they play the dolphins and then they have the steelers but that that you throw everything out with those kind of games um and and then the browns their road is the jets and Bengals, which is possible that's that like if the Bengals of last weekend show up and the jets are they're not nearly as good even though that they have pulled off some wins here and there yep uh yeah it's it's a toss-up it's a genuine toss-up to see how yeah. that, how that race is going to come to an end here and so, all this doesn't matter if the ravens win this week so <laughs> right correct so there all right you go let speaking us, of the brownies yeah let's get into it thursday night football it is the new york jets versus the cleveland browns uh for some reason my picks did not save on here. Oh, never mind. I, I, I refreshed it. We're good. Uh, the, the the Browns, of course, are sitting at a uh, very interesting spot, like like Matt just said, in terms of being on the, right now a wildcard team, most likely the fifth seed. Uh, but if things get 
uh, weird, they have a chance of being the number one overall seed going into the playoffs. And then you have the Jets, who are limited, did almost like blow out the Commanders, and then the Commanders came back, took the lead, and luckily the Jets did uh, get it done. What's going to happen in this uh, just uncomfortable Thursday night football game? Uh, I think the Browns will take it because uh, Joe Flacco is is now an MVP candidate. Yeah, Joe. Uh, <laughs> one of the reasons I'm saying uncomfortable here is the fact that Joe Flacco probably should have been the Jets quarterback during down the stretch here. Uh, yeah, and uh, Jets did not take the opportunity to decide to stick with Zach Wilson. Now the yeah Joe Flacco is is playing very very well uh, over the course of the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm taking the Browns. All right. Fascinating matchup. Detroit Lions versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, both, both, uh, likely playoff teams. Um, in fact, one of them is already in the playoffs. Um, uh, I lied down. Both of these teams are in the playoffs. Um, yep. so this could be a, um, this could be a, uh, nice matchup going forward. Uh, Detroit wanting, uh, having clinched the division for the first time in, in 30 years. Let's go Lions. So proud of you. Yeah. Um, do you think that they will be able to uh, topple Dallas? Um, Lions, I I really love I really love their that this team finally has an NFC North title. It's the first time they ever won the NFC North. Uh, they, they last time they had won a division, it was the NFC Central. Um, I I want to believe that the Lions are just going to keep on doing well and winning these games, but. I, I also feel like I I'm think back to when the Lions faced a team like the Ravens uh, early in the year when he they got the doors blown off of them. Uh, I I just feel like something like that could happen in this game. And I think the Cowboys, even though they did lose the game against the Dolphins, I still feel like they're, they're a better team at home than they are away. And the, the numbers show it. Uh, I'm going to pick the Cowboys and I'm going to guarantee it as well. I will defer. I'm going to keep believing, believing in the lines. Although I do like the Cowboys team a lot this year as well. This is going to be a good game. I'll, I, I want to, I want to see the Lions win. So I'm going to pick them. Okay. The new England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills. Patriots. This is that... A Monday, uh, that was a Monday night football game on Saturday night, by the way. Right. Cause that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, this is this was the that was the last Monday night football game before the playoffs that aired on Monday night. Uh, because they, they they're basically moving the ESPN broadcast to Saturday for the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the next up, the Patriots and the Bills. Uh, Patriots did get the win on Sunday night football, which was NFL Network, so it wasn't really the brand Sunday night football. Anyway, this this is the weird part of the season. Um, uh, but yeah, Patriots got the win. They they beat the. The Broncos, which was kind of a, a, a surprising upset in its own right. And now they're going up against a Bills team that feels like they're getting right and doing well at the right time. What do you think is going to happen here? I agree with all of those uh, statements. I think that the Bills will win. I believe so as well. I don't know how to feel about this game. The Atlanta Falcons take on the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears, for the first time, took care of business, like, very handily, it felt like. Maybe against the Lions, but 
they they did manage to beat the Cardinals. Uh, meanwhile, Falcons also took fucking care of business against the Colts uh, and used the players that they drafted highly effectively. Weird, Arthur. <laughs> Weird how that works out. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this game. Both uh, both feature uh, promising teams held back by awful coaching. Who do you think is going to win, Chris? I I'm going to go Bears. Feel like they've played very well the last few weeks. I don't. I know the Falcons had to come back and 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 win win won that game very handily against the Colts. Um, yeah, I, I respect that, but I don't think Lightning's going to strike twice for this Falcons. Squad, I feel like they're just kind of destined to not only lose but then get rid of their head coach. Uh, Bears should also be in that same trajectory, but I don't know. I feel a little bit hope, more hope watching the Bears than I do the Falcons at the ball moment. So I'm gonna go Bears. I'm gonna go fuck myself and guarantee the Bears. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like that. We could be we could be a nine win team right now, Chris. I I get it. I totally we could be a nine win team right now and be the solid six seed. Yeah. I I totally understand that for sure. Uh next up the Las Vegas Ra- oh wait. Uh yes, yep. the Las Vegas yep. Raiders at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh the Raiders are playing very well as of late. They they they've they dropped the 60 burger on the Chargers and then took care of business against the Chiefs. They're now going up against a Colts squad that had been playing decently, and in the last few weeks, they've they've kind of faltered. What do you think is going to happen in this game? I want to believe in a world that we can still believe that the Chiefs won't make the playoffs. And in order for that to happen, the Las Vegas Raiders need to win this game. So I'm picking the Raiders. I'm going to defer and pick the Colts, but in <laughs> in in the hopes that I'm wrong. <laughs> All right, next up, Los Angeles Rams versus the New York Giants. Rams have really gotten it together. Um, pretty, really solid team um, that uh, that will most likely make the playoffs. New York Giants, unfortunately, I think the Tommy DeVito train has fallen off its course. Yeah. Um, much like the Josh Dobbs one did earlier in the season. He was benched for Tyrod. Um, do you think that they will have a chance against the Rams? Um, no, I think Tyrod Taylor is probably going to get the start here. And I, I, as much as I believe in Tyrod, I feel like the Rams are playing very well and i think the browns are going to be in a position to get uh, a playoff uh berth oh when it's all said and done uh the yep. so i'm gonna go rams i will also go rams all right next up the arizona cardinals versus the philadelphia eagles uh the this is a, a ugly looking matchup uh, the Eagles, of course, have not been playing very well, but finally got off of their skid they have been on after winning on Christmas Day against the Giants. And the Cardinals, uh, meanwhile, uh, just got their shit taken in, uh, kick, shit kicked in rather, uh, by the Bears. Um, I, I, I would imagine we know what the result's gonna be, but do you think something weird's gonna happen between the battle? of the birds it it always can but i the eagles were able to get right and you know the eagles do a couple things very very well and and 
the matter of stopping them is can you stop this these one or two things that they do really well um and i don't think the cardinals are going to be able to so i'll stay with the eagles same here i'll go eagles all right new orleans saints take on the tampa bay buccaneers uh saints need this to stay alive for the division and really for the playoffs too um buccaneers uh might keep baker mayfield for the future uh baker's been playing very well and uh uh the the team and players seem to really like each other and this is you you would when the season started i don't think anyone was expecting the the winner of the nfc south to potentially be like a nine and seven team uh or a nine and eight uh ten and ten seven team um yeah the buccaneers have the ability to do that do you think they will uh close close the deal i mean it certainly seems possible uh i believe that they have the saints and panthers in their last two weeks here yeah, yeah i i think i think that this is the bucks uh, division to lose and and it would be up to them to be the ones to lose it um i i think they take care of business here i'm going bucks i'm in heavy agreement i'll take the bucks as well all right next up the san francisco 49ers at the washington commanders 49ers had their first stumble in a while losing to the ravens Meanwhile, the Commanders nearly came back against the Jets. Could not get the job done. Uh, much has been said about Brock Purdy uh, and what, you know, if the Ravens are going or 49ers are going to uh, make the right choice moving forward, keeping him as the starter, which is insane uh, to even have mm. that discussion, I think. But whatever. What do you think is going to happen in this game? I am going to think that the 49ers will uh will once again win a football game. I I believe so as well. It's so it's so long since they've won one. Yeah. They're starved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh Carolina Panthers taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh didn't mention um uh that the Buccaneers fucking dismantled the Jaguars and j- made them look like frauds. Um, I still want to believe in the Jaguars team and they're facing the Panthers, but, uh, all of the AFC South, uh, front runners right now are eight and seven, uh, and one slip up could not only cost you the division, but could cost you a playoff spot. Do you think the Jaguars have what it takes to, uh, keep themselves alive? Yeah, Jaguars has been really bad. They, it, it's not just been the, against the Bucks. They've been bad for weeks now. Um, yeah. I, I... I think they're going to win this game. But I also think that I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to see the Panthers get this to get their third win of the year. Uh, and they have the room to do it, I think. Well, uh they 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 do have the Cardinals nipping at their heels from the number 1 overall seed, but yeah. Uh, I I I think I think the Panthers could get this win here, but I I'm I'm going to stick with the Jaguars. I am sticking with the Jaguars, but it's sadly it's it's not in a super confident uh, way like I I would hope that it was. Uh, next up, the this is a surprising game to be at one o'clock and not at Sunday Night Football or at least at four o'clock. Uh, yeah. But whatever, Miami Dolphins at Baltimore Ravens battle between two teams looking to get to the number one overall seed in the AFC. Another win by the Ravens means they get it. That's it's theirs to keep. Meanwhile, the Dolphins, if they win, they 
I think essentially make it impossible for the Bills to catch them in the AFC East, and so they clinch their division. And a, another win against the Bills the following week would mean that they they themselves will get the number one overall seed. It would be very interesting to see how this all kind of unfolds. What do you think is going to happen here, Matt? I believe in the Ravens. I will take the Ravens. I, as well, will pick the Ravens. You know, Miami did beat a, t- a more title team in the Cowboys, but the Cowboys are another team that can't beat good teams, so... Right, and the Ravens just beat the 49ers, who we all have been saying has one of the best offenses ever. And right? defenses. <laughs> and, and defenses, right. Ravens just yeah. completely destroyed them on both sides of the ball, so... Yep. I think Ravens are going to take care of business. All right, Tennessee Titans versus the Houston Texans. I need you to check CJ Stroud injury update. I think he's going to be cleared to play this week. I'm guessing that he will, uh, which will be big for the Texans. Titans did play pretty well against Seattle, but um, I'm I I uh, I don't know how they will continue to do. Uh, they're also like uh, Will Levis was also like out for uh, last week, so he may might be back. Might have Tannehill again. Who do you think is going to win? I I think that I I I've been on the bandwagon for the Texans when they have C.J. Stroud. Unfortunately, that he's not been there the last few weeks, and therefore they've kind of slipped out of contention a little bit. I think I, I I'm worried that even if C.J. Stroud were to play in this game, I don't know if he'll be 100% back or if he will be able to like play at the level that he has been playing. I know this hurts what was my midseason prediction about the Texans, but I I just think that it's a little bit further away uh from 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 here. I I I think that 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 prediction was made weeks ago and obviously things things change all the time. So I I I'm going to team chaos the Titans in this scenario. I I Wow, all right. I think I respect it. I think the Titans are a team that can be frisky and have been a team that is always kind of a berserker team in a lot of ways. And I absolutely see a scenario where the Titans can, can win this game. Remember two years ago when they were the number one seed? Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I'm picking the Texans. There you go. They did just uh, two weeks ago, they did take the, uh, the, the Oilers title back. Right, right. <laughs> Which well, was funny. Yeah, I, well, so that's and that's the other side of this coin here. But like, I don't know, division rivals that play each other so close to each other, and like, mm. and like it, it that that's always a a weird recipe. It, it kind of happened with the Broncos and Chiefs this year, where they played each other twice in three weeks, and that they ended up splitting the series, like. That I, I like these things just happen. Yeah, I just I, I that's why I'm going with the Titans. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, uh yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> at the CL Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks, of course, are yes, as as Matt said earlier, got the win against the Titans. Steelers really took care of business against the Bengals. A, a battle between two teams trying to get into the playoffs in their respective conferences. I also feel like the Steelers and Seahawks play each other frequently at the end of December when they, I know they don't 
te- technically play each other frequently because they're in different conferences, but like, yeah, whenever these two teams have faced, I feel like it's always near the end of the season. I don't know why. That's just in my brain. Um, but yeah, so this this is gonna be for one team. This is for both teams. This is massive for their playoff chances, though, despite it being an interconference matchup. What do you think's gonna happen? I will take the Seahawks. I too will take the Seahawks. Cool. Anything that can help keep the Packers out of the playoffs, I will choose that option. Sure. <laughs> All right, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Denver Broncos. Broncos did unfortunately lose to the Patriots uh, on Sunday Night Football. What did the Chargers do last week? They almost beat the Bills. That's right. Yeah, it was it, it was it was pretty close. So you saw some uh, some life out of the Chargers. Yeah. Um, do you think they'll be able to overtake the Broncos? I as much as I I do believe in the head coaching bump, and I think it's evidence that they even though they did not get the win, you could definitely see that they're a little bit of a different team. Uh, now I I I I think that it could come to fruition here, where they beat a Broncos team that just lost a really bad game against the Patriots. And yet, uh-huh. I'm gonna go Broncos. I just because I I still feel like the Broncos have too much talent on that team to really let this season completely slip away after it seemed like they had rebounded. So I'm gonna go Broncos. I will do the same. Okay. Next up, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Like this is the primary four o'clock game i guess the chargers and broncos are as well like i like would we want to watch this or would we want to watch ravens dolphins at four twenty five? Uh-huh. i don't know well maybe when the season started or before the season started <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know it, it's not yeah right now it's not looking as good uh this chiefs team looking for just a, a, a really nice win to just erase what happened this past week against their rival Raiders, Bengals, kind of similar situation where they they just got demolished by the Steelers, looking to get a rebound, stay in this playoff hunt. Obviously, the Bengals need this more than the Chiefs, but who's the team that's going to win this match? I want to see how far it can go. I'm team casting the Bengals. All right. I want to see how far the, uh, the, the, uh, the complaining about being a, being a middling team can go. I I <laughs> it would be fascinating to see the Chiefs fall. I don't I don't think it's going to be out of the playoff picture, but I think it at the very least it, they they I don't know if one of the AFC South teams gets hot could it could it be possible that they end up being a four seed like. Uh, it, like there's a there's there's a window there that, that could that yeah there could, is. I mean they're all they're all eight and seven. So if 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 Kansas City loses one of these, they they probably tie with uh the winner of the AFC South. The winner of the AFC South is probably going to be ten ten wins, right? Um. So if the, so if the Chiefs lose one, they would be tied with that. If they lost both, then they would be the four seed. Unless the Raiders won, in which case it would be out of the playoffs. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'm 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 gonna pick the Chiefs. Yeah. All right, and now Sunday Night Football: Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. This is both teams are seven and eight. The team that loses this will probably not be in the playoffs. 
Uh, Green Bay has had an atrocious defense. However, the Vikings have lost TJ Hawkinson for the season, uh, MCL and ACL tear, um, as of like 15 minutes ago. Do you think that will spell doom for the Vikings, or do you think that they, uh, or do you think the Packers' defense will still be bad enough? It feels like the bad. It's going to be an ugly matchup between a Vikings offense that has not had great quarterback play and a Packers defense that has just been very. Uh, it's been very hard for them to do much of anything. Yep. Uh but I I I've been back and forth about this. I think it's a close game. I'm gonna go Packers. I will defer. Okay. Take the Vikings. Matt, you and I have very consistently had five games or more. Four 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 to five five games a week that we have disagreed on. That's very funny, I think. Uh it is it is a it is just very consistent uh at this point but oh well we got so th- we'll see what happens this week i i am fascinated to see how the playoff scenarios will play out i will also next week as it will be our final week of the uh nfl season or regular season uh i will come presenting all the different types of playoff scenarios that there will be you matt will present the playoff scenarios in terms of who needs to win who needs to lose i'll present the potential playoff matchups uh as well what we could be seeing come the second week of january uh so very exciting stuff we're nearing the end anything can happen thank you all so much for joining us this of course will be our last episode of 2023 thank you all for making it a very good one and until next time we'll see you guys next week good night and good ball